1: Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell.
3: Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Scott Parker. And uh, in 1989, Scott's career in the semiconductor industry brought his family to the Bay Area where they have resided since then. And he is currently the president and CEO of Sumitomo Electric Device Innovations in San Jose. Uh, He and his wife of 43 years are parents of four children and three grandchildren. And like many others, Scott finds charitable work deeply rewarding, which currently includes serving on the Board of Oakland's based Heart to Heart International, which is a nonprofit that brings life saving pediatric cardiac surgery to underserved parts of the world and also on Just Serve, which is an online service that connects volunteers to service opportunities in our communities. Uh, Just Serve is also uh, an organization or a service that provides an opportunity for Scott to meet leadership in local service organizations and help them connect resources and in connect community. Um, and Just Serve is what brings Scott to the radio show today. Um, excited to hear that, um, you know, uh Scott fell in love with uh, Love Never Fails and its mission and has been there walking alongside us at the Freedom Walk um, and also coming up with the uh, Love Never Fails golf event. And so we're so grateful for your support, Scott, and thank you for being on the show and supporting underserved communities across the globe. Thank you so
4: much. Thanks for inviting me.
3: Yeah. So you know, I, I always like to start off with asking people about their personal why. I think it's super important. First of all, I'm, Scott, I, confession time! Confession time! I'm a little nosy, right? So I like to ask, like, what what's it that made you want to come here to the Bay Area and uh, and serve and and be helpful to people? You know. Well, I'm i
5: I'm a Christian. I'm I'm a member of uh the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints and, and uh service I think for any Christian um is really the core of the gospel. You know, if you think about uh Jesus and his mission, uh he wasn't here to influence governmental policy, he was actually persecuted and ultimately uh, crucified by the government and and oppressive uh, an organization, you really look at how he spent his time. He he taught and he healed and he healed people that were on the margins and that were suffering. And he and he um, uh, he did everything he could to 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 um, mitigate suffering and pain. And what I have found, and, and he's called us all to do the same. And what I have found is that. The extent to which I do that, I not only feel like I'm making my little dent, but I'm a happier person. And uh, you know, when I lose myself in the small ways that I do uh, in the service of others, um, it's a better day. So it's a it's a twofer. You know, you get a chance to feel like you do a little bit of good, and uh, uh, you feel better about yourself and and the world. So I don't know if that's a good answer, but that's mine.
3: (laughs) it's it's a good it's a good answer to me and and um i'm I'm glad that you have committed your life to serving um people that need it so much in our community um some of the things that just serve is focused on is things like food scarcity um you know uh food food depravity and and we know that in the bay area you know there are you wouldn't think it right but there is absolutely a um, a hunger problem in the bay area and one that we need to work hand in hand together to resolve um that's quite a, a focus of just serve and i wanted to just give you a opportunity to talk a little bit about that and and um and you know tell us about the focus and why? Um, again, that is a passion of yours.
5: Yeah, that's a that's a uh, a great question. So, um, I should probably separate JustServe as an, as an application and a service. Uh, it is sort of powered by our church, but it's really our gift to the community uh, to help service organizations connect resources in the community of which i found there's a lot a lot of people want to want to serve but how do you, how do you connect that to yeah. needs and we have um an application that's it's free that that uh that enables that and so we can probably talk about that in some detail later but you mm-hmm. also mentioned um food scarcity and that sort of thing uh we we have a hierarchy of of topics or areas that we prioritize with our with our time and our money uh, abuse uh, human trafficking and homelessness are right at the top and right behind that is is food scarcity you know where's the how much where is the, where are the serious pain points and the it's not a well-known fact but the church has a very large distribution system and a large network of farms and all of that sort of thing. We have a storehouse here locally that, that we use to serve, um, uh, disadvantaged members of our church, et cetera. And so we have a lot of food that we make and we donate lots of that. And so we have, you know, semi trucks on a regular basis in here with uh, second harvest who's a big partner of ours, um, you know, delivering all of these commodities and trying to get those uh, to where the, the needs are. But it just, it just seems awful that in a country as rich as ours, that we would even have to be talking about this. Um, But unfortunately, we do. And so, you know, we're all called to do what we can to try and uh, uh, mitigate that pain and suffering. So that'll continue. Food scarcity will continue to be a very uh, important focus for us, just like, uh, you know, all forms of of abuse of which you are right in the bullseye.
3: Right in the bullseye. Yeah. And I like to, you know, the reason why I brought up the food scarcity or food insecurity piece is because, um, you wouldn't realize it, but sometimes something as simple as not having enough food to eat can lend itself to someone becoming vulnerable to human trafficking. Uh, um, you know, children and families that are hungry, um, over time, um, will compromise their, uh, you know, what they know to be right or, you know, something they would never consider doing. Um, like allowing someone to, maybe it's not blatantly trafficking your child, but maybe you allow your child to go with Uncle So-and-so because Uncle So-and-so is going to bring back bags of groceries. Um, but when Uncle So-and-so has your child, they're molesting them then. And that, uh, actually is the opening for human trafficking to begin. And so doing something as simple as providing the people groceries um as an alternative to someone doing it coercively um provides that liberty and that freedom for that family that's fallen on difficult times mm. and so um this is one of the reasons why we're passionate about that. Just a, a couple of data points food insecurity rate in Alameda county and excuse me um this is a uh, you know this is uh just a recent data point here um is eight point four percent so it's you know it's lower than the national average twenty two point nine percent lower than the national a- average um child insecurity uh food insecurity rate is nine point nine percent and then um you know the the just the annual food budget shortfall is about ninety five million um and so there's, you know, there is a uh, food insecurity uh, existing here in Alameda County, but it's much lower than the national average, which is good news, I guess you could say. But you know what? A hungry person is a hungry person. Try to share these percentages with somebody who hasn't eaten today. And they'll say, I don't care, right? I don't care. I'm still hungry. Um. All right, we're, we're getting ready to uh, go into a break here. Uh, But when we come back, I want to talk some more about some of the things that um, Serve is, uh, you know, and the Church of Latter-day Saints is is focused on. Um, You said human trafficking is one of them. I want to learn more about, um, you know, how that became a focus point and some of the things that you're doing across the nation to address this horrific crime against humanity. So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails
1: Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages.
3: Starting this week, Operation Christmas Child will host Project Leader and Kickoff Countdown events throughout the Bay Area. Come learn how this program collects Christmas gift boxes from your churches, businesses and community and distributes them to children in need worldwide. These boxes are filled with toys, school supplies and hygiene products by people like you who want to make a difference in children overseas and their lives. Who these are children who may have never received a new gift before. Did you know that since 1993, nearly 540,000 volunteers worldwide have delivered over 209 million gifts to children in over 170 countries? In 2023, Operation Christmas Child uh, would like to reach another 11 million children in their 30th year of ministry. At their events, you'll be able to meet regional team members and learn how to work with others in your community to make a gift box and spread the word. Learn how children hear the gospel and become disciples of Christ. At some of their events, a guest speaker who has received a gift box will share their touching and personal testimony. And so you wanna mark your calendar, September 23rd in San Jose, join in. Or visit SamaritanPurse.org forward slash OCC for time, date, and location information. And click on the Project Leader Weekend picture. Uh, Excited for you to get involved in this wonderful ministry. And so grateful that Love Never Fails can do our part to promote the love that is being provided to so many children across our world. Merry Christmas!
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Scott Parker. Uh, Scott uh, joins us today as a member of uh, Just Serve, talking to us um also from uh, we're going to dig into this as well as he's the CE president and CEO of Sumitomo Electric Device Innovations I want to talk a little bit about you know corporate engagement and some of this work as well but today we're focusing on just serves support of uh some of the work that we've been doing to fight against human trafficking um specifically around the Freedom Walk around our golf event that's coming up uh, on the 23rd and, uh, wanted to first, you know, you mentioned that this is the top charter for, uh, for just serve and, uh, church of Latter-day Saints. Um, at least in, in, I don't know if that's nationally or if that's locally, but, uh, human fighting against human trafficking is a, is, 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 a top priority for you all. Maybe just share a little bit more with us about that.
5: Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I don't have the, the where's and the why's, but when i I've seen these list of priorities. They really resonated with me again, back to back to um, our teachings as, as, as Christians, when people are abused uh, such as they are in uh, trafficking situations and such, um, it's not only a damage. it can be, or is a damage to them physically, but these things damage them emotionally and spiritually. And we believe that, you know, Our Heavenly Father put us here to learn, to progress, and to become more like Him. And not only do these horrific crimes cause just tremendous pain and suffering, but they damage people's spirits in a certain way that makes it very difficult for them to achieve, um, really work towards the plan that uh, our Heavenly Father has given us. So we want to direct as much of our effort and blood and treasure towards stopping those things that not only hurt physically, but also damage spiritually as well. So I think that's why. And and obviously, food scarcity, you can't even get spiritual development if your stomach's not if your stomach's rumbling. So we have to take care of these basic human needs, housing, uh, uh, food scarcity, those sorts of things before a person can really look toward the heavens and and start to try and work on their uh, on their souls.
3: I want to just lay something out there, right? So, most of my, my listening audience is, uh, they would identify as maybe Baptist or, uh, Pentecostal or, uh, maybe Catholic. I don't know. Uh, we have a quite a, a, a diverse population of Christians that listen to this show, um, on KFAX. And I, I want to just help, um, people understand a little bit more. So, the Church of Latter day Saints is, um, is Mormonism, right? Mormon is what you would identify with. Is that correct? We've been called that
5: over the years. Yeah, that would be the same, same group of folks.
3: Yeah. So we've got, you know, we've all got these different, um, you know, uh, uh, ways that we identify. And um, I know that Just Serve is actually partnering with multiple different organizations as well in the work you're doing. So I think Red Cross, you said, I think. chair. Can you give me the list? I'm just, I'm just curious because, you know, um, we can, there's a lot of folks that um, wonder about these things and wonder how we all work together. And of course, there's been, there's some, we've been in the news, right? With Sound of Freedom and, you know, there's just some things going on as it relates to human trafficking that I, you know, I'd like to put out right there out on the table and and make sure that people know that you are an organization, a group of people that are interested in working in a, perhaps in an interfaith way in a way that is a humanitarian way that pulls lots of people together with different beliefs with a couple of goals in mind. And that is to serve those that are hurting.
5: That's a great question. And yeah. interfaith outreach is really important to us. And we're, we're, uh, it, it it just is because you know, <clears throat> we're we're partnering with anyone who is on the Lord's errand, so to speak, and that that includes not only Christians, but uh, we have uh, uh, we're deepening our ties in the Jewish community, in the Muslim community, and you know, the more you get to know all these, I did a lot of interfaith work before I came to this, and mm-hmm. you you come to meet all these, you're just people, and and mm-hmm. they're trying to raise their families and be good people, and. And uh, so it's 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 just lovely to be to engage them. And we all bring different skills and we all have access to different pools of people that have needs. And so there's leverage in coming together to both uh, leverage our resources and also our pools of needs and all of those things. So really, anyone who, you know, is on the Lord's errand in that way is on my team. And mm-hmm. yeah, advisory board to your question of just serve, which again is this you know a service that connects resources and needs. We have a member of the, uh, the Red Cross, uh, the Red Cross, we have a member of our church that's on that, we have a member of the Salvation Army, uh, uh, a doctor from Med Global, uh, we have CEO of Catholic Relief Services, um, CEO of America's Service Commission. Uh, the CEO of Rotary is on the advisory board. Uh, we have uh, the national commander of the Salvation Army and uh, a, a uh, Aid, a Israeli uh, aid group. We have a member on our advisory board, and then uh, National VOAD, you know, which is the emergency prep, the national organization for emergency prep. So that's what the advisory board looks like. And, you know, we fund it and, and provide a lot of the uh, volunteer resources to just turn the crank. But we're really trying to involve, uh, you know, as much of the wider community uh, into helping us make it better and spread its use and, and
0: all of those kind of
5: things. And we also partnered with uh, AmeriCorps and Volunteer Match two other similar services such that when organizations post on our service, uh, they mirrored those organizations as well. So you get leverage there.
3: Wonderful. Well, I, you know, I just love that. And, you know, I see so much hurt, so much pain, so many people just waiting for someone to come and bring, you know, bring housing, bring food, bring resources, bring therapy, bring prayer, bring bring their hearts to the street, bring the heart to the street. And so I, I, I'm grateful that, um, you know, you are, uh, one of, of the folks and groups of people that have, um, showed up and, um, you know, and are willing to do that interfaith work. Um, that, you know, right now we need it so bad with what's going on in Israel and, and, you know, uh, there's just such a need to um, be present. You know, I have a couple of people that work for Love Never Fails that are um, Muslim, identify as Muslim. Um, we have a couple of people that work for us that are, you know, identify as um, don't have any you know faith designation. Um, and man, I want them to go away from every time they are with me to think, man, she loves me. She actually, she really loves me. So um, this to me is, is love in action, what you're just described. So I appreciate you guys so much for doing that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we're going to come back. I want to talk a little bit more about um, uh, some of the things, other things that you're doing. Uh, you know, like, for example, I just got wind of some housing opportunities in San Mateo County. So you guys are doing a lot of stuff, not just you know, just specifically around food or around, um, you know, anti-trafficking, but other things that you're doing. So I want to I want to talk a little bit about that. And then I'm not you know, I'm going to get in trouble if I don't leave time for you to talk about your golf game. Because that's that's coming in at the end here. I'm not a golfer, but you agree. I want you to teach me a little bit about golfing because so I can get ready because next week, next Monday, we are going to be out on you know out on the nine. Is that what the, is that the way you say it or out on the 18? I don't know if we're doing nine or 18 or what we're doing, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very, I don't know about any of this, Scott. So you're going to have to train me. I, I'm years in sales, years in tech. I know it's a shame. I should have learned. But okay, there's no time like the present. Okay, we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors
4: where you will find peace in your daily life the teachings of Jesus.
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Scott Parker and uh, we're just talking about uh, his work with just Serve, And also, um, I want to talk a little bit about another aspect of your uh, life. I'm sure it's a it's pretty significant, which is your role as the president and CEO of Sumitomo Electric Device Innovations in San Jose. You know, of the things that we've been trying to do? And you know, again, this is expanding on all these different things that you're, we're working on. Um, we're not just satisfied with feeding someone kind of here and now, you know, harm reduction today. Um, and we're also not just satisfied with housing someone for 18 months or 12 months, because after that, they have to have economic sustainability skills. They have to be able to get into economically sustainable jobs. And so that's why we implemented IT Biz, our tech academy and we get people certified uh for those who didn't know that or are listening in we get them certified in cisco systems uh aws cloud practitioners agile scrum masters um uh you know uh we we are this 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 is the first cohort that we're taking through microsoft business intelligence uh certification so our our jam is to get people trained um they're also co-enrolled in our classes um, with uh, Merritt College and Oakland Adult and Career Education. So they're getting college credit while they're in our classes and they're on a pathway to pursue a career in cybersecurity through that higher education should they choose to do so. Um, I'm a, I'm a professor there, so they're co-enrolled. Um, and um, And so we're doing all of this so that we can launch people into these economically sustainable roles. But what I wanted to ask you, Scott, is, you know, as an executive, as a C-level individual in, in this field, um, what are your thoughts about this mapping of an underserved, non-traditional, right, candidate into the tech world? What are the challenges? What are the, you know, what are the possibilities? What can we be talking with employers about that would make them want to maybe implement paid apprenticeship programs for our people?
5: our business is largely professional major account salespeople, things of that nature. So they're pretty developed, but I, I am connected with the sort of broader uh, uh, tech network here. And, you know, I've run small companies where we could not staff, we can staff positions because we couldn't get qualified people. And so you would have to write uh, uh, visa applications to try and wire job descriptions so that you could bring somebody in from overseas, and yet mm-hmm. people here who are underemployed and I for me, this is a perfect example of what we've been talking about, which is this this huge need to connect the resources to the need and um in my before I came to Just Serve, I was leading one of the congregations, one of our church's congregations, and I used to spend a significant amount of time working with people who, uh, who were having trouble financially. And they they had, and, and this is a multifaceted problem, but one of the problems was they just they just they're working, you know, minimum wage jobs. So how do you get, you know? Uh, you get them to, to increase their income. And we found that if we took people to the local junior colleges and that sort of things, that there were opportunities for people to get trained um, and even uh, uh, apprentice programs, companies that were standing there ready with guaranteed employment and such, if we could get those people into there. So the question, maybe i am even turning that around. Something we need to solve is how do we, how do we, how do we connect these people you know, what we were doing was on a one-on-one basis, but how do we do a better job of trying to connect, you know, that uh, it's a significant number of positions here in the Bay Area that, that go yeah. on you can't get people yeah. qualified. And and so, and some of it's a lack of confidence in the applicants. They don't really think they can do it, right? Yeah. And it's getting the word out. You're probably closer to this than I am, but, uh, oh
3: yeah.
5: you know, I just, yeah. And see that, and I've experienced it as a as a as a church leader. You
3: know, yeah. So um, we're a California certified uh, uh, pre apprenticeship program, um, uh, and uh, specifically in cybersecurity and net- and networking. And um, so we graduate this year. Actually, everyone's invited who's listening. Um, uh, we're we graduate one hundred and six individuals uh, this week. Uh, from, from IT Biz Tech Academy. And, um, we've actually educated over 200 this year. If you think, consider all the workshops we've done and all the kind of experiential learning we've done, but cert- certified individuals, people who have actually c- completed one of our pathways, 106 people. And, um, you know, our, our hope, what we're trying to do is find, you know, maybe, uh, maybe folks that will, um, Um, bring, you know, two or three apprenticeship opportunities to bear, you know, from one company and then another one that does two and another one that does five. And you get this group together of, I don't know, 20 employers and they say, I'll take two, I'll take three, I'll take five. And then we create this sort of consortium, if you will, of employers Mm-hmm. um that will be willing to learn from each other grow together um we actually have a training it's called racial equity diversity and inclusion that we can offer to these employers that might help us be prepared right to have different people from different backgrounds working in our spaces um and um and then we you know we make sure people there's a vetting, right? Because they have to go through at least a 12-week class with us. So we know whether people show up on time. We know whether people are willing to learn. We know what their aptitude is. And we can put them into the right kind of roles. Some of them might be customer service. Some might be project management. Some might be engineering. Some might be data analysts. But we put them where they're best fit. And then we give them some time to grow. And I think that's the thing that I love about the apprenticeship model is people don't appreciate how hard it is for someone to um, really pay attention to what they're learning when they aren't paying their bills, when they are hungry, when they are practically homeless. You know, I, we've had a couple employees, they're literally living in their cars. And, you know, they're not showing up on time to work and you're going and that that's to be expected. Right. They're not going to show up. They have to wash their clothes or they don't smell well before they come. And they're waiting for someone to get into the wash house. And there's just so many barriers to people when they're not in the right of economic stability. So I see you nodding your head. What what are you thinking right now?
5: Well, I, I found this as when I was when I was uh, a bishop we call them, a similar to a pastor of a congregation here, is that until you got people stable housing, they just couldn't think clearly. Mm-hmm. You you have to get you, you gotta you gotta solve that problem first in the food scarcity thing. And then they would succumb to what I call magical thinking. You know, oh, this is gonna come in and save me in a week. I just need money now. No. Yeah. You, so you don't you're not worrying about literally sleeping on the streets, and then you find they can start to think clearly the fog lifts and mm-hmm. You can really start to address these things. So I was just agreeing with you 100%, 100% uh, on that. Um, if I could insert one thing here, I want to, I'm going to yeah. say this, and I want to make sure I get it out because some people may be listening here. And we've been talking about just sort of, you know, connecting resources and needs. And it's kind of the conversation we're having right now. And they might be scratching their heads. Well, how do, what does this mean to me? What, how could I get involved? And there's really two possibilities here. One, if someone is looking for a service opportunity. Uh, whether it's an ongoing thing, they want to sign up and do something every Thursday night or every whatever, or they have an interest in food scarcity, or they want to work at a museum, or they want to do whatever it is, um, or that it's just not going to open the night. You know What's available for Thursday night? If they go on justserve.org, real simple, just justserve.org, and they can punch in what their interests are, and up will come the opportunities, and they can register to serve, volunteer for whatever they would like. Right there. It's really easy. And the second community is if you if you represent um, a volunteer organization and you could use help with volunteers. The other side of the equation, you're looking for the person who's looking for something to do but wants to serve. Mm -hmm. Then you'll go to just serve. Uh, And you you just send an email. You'll find a a place on the site there to register, or you could send it to me at scott.parker at justserve.org. Now, hard to remember, scott.parker at justserve.org, and say, We have an organization that does the following. We could use help getting more volunteers, and we will reach out and connect with you, and we'll post your projects for you and help you get going. All this is free. Uh, again, we're just trying to connect people together. Thank you for letting me say that. I thought if I don't. Open-
3: yeah, no, it's good, and we're going to repeat it in case you didn't hear it. We're going to repeat it again in our final segment. Our it, we will make sure that Scott gives you that information. Um, but it's, it's so great that it's you know easily accessible and it, low barrier to to get involved. So uh, this is wonderful. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back talk golf. We're going to take a swing against human trafficking. We'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages.
6: This is Dr. Miluna Fauch.
1: Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again have been speaking with Scott Parker, who is a member of Just Serve, um, talking to us about um, all of the community service opportunities that are available, connecting volunteers to service, and connecting those who need volunteers uh, to people right so uh we are um grateful to have some um uh, some of deeper conversations here but for right now we're going to talk golf <laughs> no so thank you again for supporting the um golf event we appreciate it and uh, it's coming up here on monday the 23rd of october um if you have not purchased your your dinner or your foursome or you know, maybe you're interested in uh sponsoring, um, please do reach out by going to love never fails forward slash events and there uh you will see it listed as an option um for you to get involved. Um but you know Scott, uh you've I'm sure you've been to a lot of golf events. I want to ask, you know, how many business opportunities have you, how many deals, business deals have you closed on the green? Many.
2: <laughs> <In> <laughs>
5: fact, you know, whenever I've gotten a new, a new job, uh, I had a lot of jobs, you know, as vice president sales sort of thing. And people would come and say, will you sign off my expense report if I'm playing golf with the customer? And I would always say, if you're playing golf with the customer, you can do that every day. Okay. Because you get people out of the building. uh, It's a whole different experience. Uh, People like to talk about things they don't like to talk about uh, so much when they're in the office. And uh, to your point, Vanessa, more business is done on a golf course than anywhere else. So.
3: Yeah. So I've been told I really need to get going (laughs) on my golf game. But I, you know, I went out a couple of times. I actually was told that I was a a natural um, and I love the outdoors, but, uh, you know, it just hasn't just didn't click for me. Uh, So maybe I'll try it again. Maybe I'll try it again. So so teach me. How do you say that you you know, what's the terminology to say that you're, you know, the levels of playing again? There's par. There's, uh, w- w- t- help me out here. I know, you know, the terminology. If you
5: parf is what you're supposed to do if you're a good golfer. So okay. uh, every hole has a par. And then if you do a, if you do a stroke better, that's a birdie. If you do birdie, a, yeah. strokes better, that's an Eagle. And they even have a name for three strokes better, but nobody ever worries about that. Uh, and then a bogey is one stroke worse than you're supposed to do and then that one's a little easier to remember then it's two is if you if it's a par five and you get a seven then it's a double bogey and a triple bogey and then you just if it, if it goes beyond that you just break your clubs in half and leave uh you know pretty
3: so, so which one are you scott this is the moment of the hour well
5: so i i try to i try to be as good as i never was that that okay. is that is
3: funny. <laughs> <laughs> good as you never were huh
5: I try to play as good as I never was, which means I'm continually frustrated, you know?
3: Ah, okay.
5: Because I don't play that well, but I always don't play that well. So why am I frustrated?
3: (laughs) (laughs) So you you play against yourself? Is that the idea? You try to beat your last?
5: Actually, I shouldn't say that. Particularly as I've gotten older now, I just love being out there. Uh, Yeah. You know, I, I really do. I don't really care what I, I really don't care what I do. I'm just out there to have fun with friends. And that's the way it will be on the twenty third up there and I encourage everybody to come. Crow Canyon is a beautiful course, so it's yeah. a, you're gonna you're gonna meet some really great people uh and you're gonna play a great course and 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 the and the funding goes to a great cause and I will also tell, tell everybody if you hang with Love Never fails, you'll love the music so I'm mm. a, a huge soul fan, soul music fan, particularly east Bay soul tower town mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. At the the Freedom Walk, you know, I thought, okay, this is not the kind of music we usually listen to. I like, I like. (laughs) So hopefully, we'll have a little bit of that uh, East Bay soul up there next month.
3: Yes, (laughs) there is no shortage of music whenever you're around Love Never Fails. We're either dancing or we're singing, or we are, uh, you know, we're doing poetry, and we've got music in the background. Uh, We just uh, yeah, it's uh, arts are a huge part of of us uh, where wherever we are. So uh, that's that's fun. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a good time at the Freedom Walk, didn't we? Did you walk around by any chance? Did you end up going around the neighborhood with us as well? Okay, yeah. What was a highlight for you in that walk? Well, you know, I thought, you know, uh, several people stopped us
5: and we we uh sort of as a group said a prayer with several people uh, mm-hmm. and so it wasn't just you know bouncing the placards up and down there there were several opportunities for sort of just you know one-on-one connection with people that were yeah. that were in the area there uh who looked a few of them looked like they were in need themselves and yeah. uh, so i think there was a chance to Give a few hugs and also a chance to educate some people. So I really appreciated those moments when we all kind of circled around and and said a prayer together or, and, you know, and had a chance to just chat, chat up a few individuals on the street.
3: It was great. Yeah. Yeah. That that was it for me. We, we I had an encounter. I was standing with uh, walking with uh, Elizabeth Kuros, who's a survivor leader and co-founder of Redemption House of the Bay Area and I was walking with her and we encountered this woman named Rose and she was, you know, unhoused and out there with her suitcase and older woman. And, and uh, we were able to pray over her. And that for me was the, um and I was able to bring her back some pizza later and for her and her tent mates. And, you know, uh it was, it meant everything to me. Um I just, I just love to be able to, like you said, that one on one, you know, offering encouragement and love. Um, so definitely, um, there's going to be plenty of opportunities. By the way, I'm going to, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about some ways that you can plug into, um, some outreach that we're doing. We're doing lots of outreach, um, on the 21st, which is today, 21st of October, six o'clock. Um, uh, sorry, seven o'clock tonight. We're going out. It's still not too late. If you want to go out with us to San Francisco, do some outreach. Um, you can reach out to to me uh, at Vanessa at Love Never Fails Us dot com. And I'll, sh- I'll get you all the information. We're going out to San Jose in November, November for Thanksgiving, November 25th. Um, and again, you can you can sign up for some of these outreach opportunities um, and just. Hit the streets with us. Walk around. See who's out there. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors.
4: where you will find peace in your daily life the teachings of Jesus.
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Well, we just had a great time speaking with you, Scott. Thank you for being here. Um. Yeah. So, how can people again volunteer, get involved with the work um, of serving the community?
5: Well, there's lots of ways, and, and you guys provide direct opportunities to do that on your website. So, I would encourage everyone listening to bookmark uh, Love Never Fails' uh, site and 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 stay on top of things there. As it relates to other opportunities in the community, uh, Just Serve does provide a path. Uh, to that, And remember, just serve one word dot org. And if you're a volunteer looking for something to do across the spectrum, whether it's food scarcity, um, uh, you know, supporting, we have a ma- magic yarn project this Saturday that we put up on that we've generated a lot of interest for you know, making these little kind of Disney themed wigs for cancer pay children uh, that, uh, you know, so they, they, they have something to wear when they're going through treatment and everything in between. You just go to justserve.org, uh, punch in the search bar, what kind of thing you're looking for. You can filter to the day you want, what, what your interests are and up it will come. You can volunteer right there. It's really easy. There's no cost. Uh, and if you're an organization, <clears throat> looking for look looking to increase uh the volunteer activity in your organization, uh you can reach out to me at Scott.parker at just serve.org. That's just serve all one word. Uh or you can uh you know hit the contact us button in the, on the Just Serve site. We'll reach out, we'll help you post uh we'll help you post your we'll do it for you actually. We'll post your projects for you and hopefully drive uh, do a, uh, the job of connecting the resources which are out there that want to serve your organization and just don't know how to get to you. That's really what it's
3: wonderful, like. wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Well, um so, and then of course, we just want to remind you you can meet Scott in person uh and myself as well. I might be. Uh, getting ready to do something fancy park you know, make par. Let's see. <laughs> maybe, maybe birdie. I don't know. Um, see, I'm getting good at this Scott. Um, so, so, uh, join us by going to love never fails us.com forward slash events, signing up for the golf event, which will be on Monday, coming up, um, uh, Monday, the 23rd of October. Um, we also uh, want to invite you out if you're listening today and you would like to come out with us, to San Francisco to outreach um you can shoot me an email right now Vanessa at loveneverfelsas dot com I will shoot you over to Valerie, get you connected. We're going out tonight. We are also going out for Thanksgiving outreach on the twenty fifth of November in San Jose, and uh, we're gonna bring a, a worship team out to city hall. We're gonna be serving all the unhoused that are around that neighborhood. We're gonna bring food out, blankets, jackets. Um, hand warmers, the whole kit and caboodle, and we invite you to be a part of that um, that uh, expression of love during a time when so many people feel unseen and uncared for. So please join us in that. Um, you can reach out to Valerie V A L E R I E at love, never dot com or myself again, Vanessa at love, never dot com, and we will get you plugged in there. Um, and then I uh, wanted to also say we're going to be going out in, uh, for a Christmas outreach, um, and we're going to be doing that in Richmond, I believe, Richmond um, this time. I don't know what the date is, but if you want to join us in that, you're welcome to. We're going out every month to a different city, and then every week we're in Oakland. So if you want to join Valerie, we're in Oakland multiple times a week. Um, We welcome you to join us with that. Um, We just love to be out um, and serving. Uh, We also want to put out there that we're thinking to open up an outreach institute where we even bring in people that will um, be with us, living with us for a short period of time um, as they prepare to go out and uh, learn how to engage with traffic victims, with people who are unhoused, with people who are hungry and empathetically meet them where they are. So if you're interested in getting involved in that project, um, you can also reach out to me again or Valerie. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Well, that's what we have for today. We hope that you've enjoyed your time. Thank you again, Scott, for being here. Um, Yeah. And uh, of course, we want to end our time together in case you hadn't heard it or you need to hear it again. We want to make sure that you know that you
4: are loved.